Well, hello and welcome to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. And today is a significant day because today is 100 days of reading the Bible. Let's freaking go, man. Congratulations to you if this is your 100th day and you are watching. If this is your first time joining us, don't worry. Jump back to day number one and start from the start. 100 days of Bible reading. A massive congratulations to you. Honestly, it is huge. Doing 100 days of anything is massive, but 100 days of reading the Bible in a row. If this is your first time doing it, man, I am so stoked. I'm so proud of you. If it's not your first time, but it's your first time doing this devotional, I'm proud of you too, because that's a huge feat. 100 days hanging out together in a row. It is very good to celebrate that. We've got some great scriptures and a great brew to try today. But hey, I just want to take a moment and, and seriously congratulate you. It is a massive milestone. Well done for making it 100 days in this Bible reading plan. Massive thank you to everybody who's been uh, doing this every single day. Massive thank you for supporting this Bible plan. It is a lot of fun to create and it's a lot more fun hearing what God is doing in your life as a result of this Bible reading plan. But let's talk about the scriptures on our 100th day that we are going to be reading today. Proverbs 9, 1 to 12, Luke 13, 1 to 30, and Deuteronomy 13, 1 to 14, 29. And as always, if those, if you're listening and you want to see what they are, you can check those out on every description, on every platform. But today for our 100th brew, we are having our Roasters Cup Las Mercedes for our 100 days. Hey, might, might as well ride in style with the Mercedes. Now, yesterday I rated the Espresso a, a hundred, a seven out of 10. Now, it does say that this is soft brew methods. And I think from my understanding, and I could be super wrong here and taking us down the garden path, but I, I'm pretty sure Espresso is not a soft brew method. Uh, the Chemex is a soft brew method filter is a soft brew method so this should taste a little bit better today and i'm wondering if we're going to climb up to that 10 out of 10 now i am looking for orange cordial mixed berry jam and milk chocolate that's the flavor profile i'm looking for i didn't get that yesterday so on our 100th day let's see if our la mercedes la, las mercedes from colombia can deliver that flavor profile cheers here's to you 100th day look at you eh? you're amazing still quite hot wow okay wow really getting the it's funny but i'm really getting a mixed berry flavor through that like it's and 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 it's it's got a chocolatey mixed berry flavor in there mm. you kind of want to just hold that in your mouth that's lovely yeah, I, I mean, it's it's hitting every every flavor. Orange cordial, I'm not getting a lot of, which to be honest, I'm kind of happy with. I don't like orange flavored things, but I'm loving, it's just a smooth, I think the chocolate gives it a smooth flavor that, I mean, how does this, how do you taste smooth? It just tastes, it does taste relatively smooth and quite chocolatey. So I, I like that. That for me is like a good 8.5 out of 10. It's not like blow my brains, this is the best chocolate I've ever had in my life. Uh, sorry, best chocolate. Best, maybe that's my problem. I think I'm trying to taste chocolate. No, my best coffee I've ever tasted ever. But flipping heck, it's good. 
And I don't know how I could make that taste any better than what it is. Well, I'm got this number five sip that never seen before on the Daily Brew. Mmm. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's got everything. It's got everything it says on the label that it does. So for 100 days, there we go. I'm happy to celebrate the Roasters Cup from Lafare, Las Mercedes from Columbia, a hit. 8.5 out of 10, and I'm interested to see tomorrow, I'll try it in the plunger, I'm interested to see what that feels like and tastes like in the plunger, that medium sort of uh, brewing method. So let's see tomorrow what that tastes like. Until then, though, let's get into the devotional content, the reason that we hear the Bible. Let's get into that for our 100th day on the Daily Brew. Wisdom. I feel like talking about wisdom on the 100th day is a really great place to start because wisdom is such a massive part of the Christian life and how we're supposed to live in the world. We're supposed to live in this world, but we're not supposed to live of this world. And so having wisdom to differentiate between what is this world and what's not of this world, that's going to be super important if we're going to live as Christ here on earth. And as Christians, we're going to be asked to go every which way and that, but we have to have wisdom in knowing what is right and what is wrong. There are so many ways that we can get wisdom in today's scriptures. And I just want to touch on three ways that stood out to me as I read this today. See if you can, in the readings today, find any more. The first thing is how we handle feedback. I struggle with feedback sometimes. For me, the intent in which it's given is so, so important on deciding on how I'm going to react to the feedback. Right now, we're hearing feedback, both as Christians and as the church, on what we should and shouldn't be doing according to the world around us. Some of that feedback is going to be helpful and constructive for sure, but the rest of it, not so much. There are two types of feedback in my opinion. There's constructive feedback, feedback to help build and advance whoever or whatever it is we're providing feedback to. But then there's another type of feedback, critical feedback. And that feedback is just to highlight issues and complain, to tear down and demean. And it's often done so mockingly. Both of these ways of feedback, we need to have the right answer. When either of these types of feedback come to us, we need to know how to answer and the right answer, what it should be. The answer should never be to insult, abuse, or hate in response to the feedback that we get. You can read that in verse 8. But Proverbs tells us how we should respond, and it's quite simple. It's to respond with love. If it's, constru uh, if it's constructive, take it on board, learn from it. But if it's critical, we have to love them and then leave it. Wisdom comes from leaning on good feedback. So learn how to handle your feedback in a good way and watch yourself grow. The second thing I want to touch on today is turning to Jesus. Jesus has asked a question about if only a few people are going to be saved. And instead of answering it with a head on yes or no, he gives them a picture. And he says, sorry, he says what he says. Sorry, he gives them a picture. And then what he says is to make every effort to enter through the narrow, do narrow door. That's the picture, to enter through the narrow door. Now, what Jesus is saying here is not look for the tiniest doors on the face of the earth and try and walk through them, okay? That's not what he's saying. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is don't focus on others, but focus on yourself and make sure you are in the right place. See, wisdom is learning to turn to Jesus for yourself before worrying about others and whether or not they're turning to Jesus, and whether or not they're doing the right thing, but to actually focus on ourselves. You know, this is actually quite tough, because there are people who we love, and who we can become concerned about, and this can actually take our focus away from Jesus. 
So we can do it both negatively and positively, but Jesus is saying here, hey, focus on you. You need to make sure that you walk through the narrow door. See, this parable is talking about people not being able to enter a house, which is a representation of the kingdom of God. And when you read it, you're encouraged to ask why people can't get in. That's what we're encouraged to do. And the answer is the point of this parable. The answer is a lack of relationship with Jesus. Wisdom itself flows from turning to Jesus. It's also the wisest choice we can make to actually turn to Jesus and seek his guidance and leadership in every moment of our lives. So it's wisdom to turn to him, but we also get wisdom when we turn to him. Jesus is looking for us to know him more. To know him is to turn to him and to submit to his authority. This is always the wisest thing to do and will always be the fountain of wisdom as we build our relationship with him. So don't be like those who expected to get in and then were denied. Be of those who focus on Jesus, turn to him and seek his wisdom. Make sure you are walking through the narrow door before you get concerned with everybody else. The last thing I want to touch on today is to test prophecy. Now, I believe there's a fresh release of prophecy across the globe right now at the time of this recording. It really feels like God is elevating the gift of prophecy. And prophecy is when God speaks directly to people through people. Of course, this is a gift of the Holy Spirit, a direct outcome of having the Holy Spirit alive and active in your life. Deuteronomy gives us an example of a prophet who performed signs and wonders, but then said, let us follow other gods, and that the people were then warned not to listen to the words of the prophet. See, we're encouraged here to test the words of the prophet by looking at his teaching and the fruit of their ministry. Jesus says in Matthew 7 that it's the fruit of the people. That's how we're supposed to see if Jesus is at work within their lives and in their ministry. Ultimately, we can tell if a prophet is working with the Lord because they lead people towards God and not to themselves. If they're leading people away from God or to themselves, it's wise that you distance yourself from their words. People can come with good intentions and good words and even good works. But if they don't come with the fear of the Lord and a holy humility to lead people to God and not themselves, then we have to be careful. I 100% believe in the gift of prophecy, but I also believe it's wise to weigh up words that are given with what scripture tells us to use. See, I believe God wants us to grow in wisdom. And one of the ways we grow in wisdom is by hearing words of the prophetic. But it's also wise in how we grow in wisdom to then test those words as well. In our passages of Scripture today, I reckon there are about seven ways that we can grow in wisdom and maturity throughout these passages. I've touched on three. Can you find the other four? Verse of the day. Yes, Deuteronomy 14.2 is our verse of the day. It says, The Lord has chosen you to be His treasured possession. I love this because when you read this, you, you can't help but not be moved. Like you have to be moved by this when you read it. It's a special promise. He's talking about his children, the people of Israel. But now you and I, because of Jesus, are also his children. And so if we belong to him, this is a promise for us that we are chosen by the Lord, and that we are his treasured possession. What a way to finish 100 days. And that is it for the Daily Brew Day 100. Done and dusted, people. Done and dusted. A hundred days of reading the Bible. Well done. Good on you. And the good news is there's only 265 days left. Yeah, it kind of feels a little bit like we've hit a milestone, but we've only really hit base camp of this Everest journey. Hey, regardless, 
265 days more of reading the Bible and you're leaning into what God is saying to us. You're sharpening your mind. You're renewing your mind. You're renewing your heart. You're getting right with God. You're getting, you're understanding what God is saying to you. You're hearing His voice. What a special time to be alive. I am grateful for a God who empowers us to hear His Word through the gift of the Holy Spirit and through relationship with Jesus. Hey, I'm praying for you. If you're reading the Bible every single day with us here on The Daily Brew, I'm praying for you. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've watched Day 100, go back, start from day one and get into the Word of God. Go on the journey. Yes, it's a discipline, but man, you'll be rewarded at the end of this journey. If you think you're rewarded now after 100 days, wait till 365. You're going to be a Bible beast by the end of this. Hey, a massive thank you to everybody who's also followed the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and who's given it time to rate it. Thank you so much for doing so. I appreciate it. It helps uh, me get this out far and wide with the algorithms and promotions. The more people that listen, the more people that watch and rate and then also subscribe to YouTube. It helps send this through the moon and gets more and more people in touch with the Word of God, which is the goal. All of this is free. This is no, Nobody's paying any money to do this. This is all a free resource that I felt God's asked me to put it out at the start of this calendar year. So it's free. I pray you're enjoying it. Hey, why don't you encourage someone to get started? If you've got a life group, why don't you encourage your life group to get in there? If people are wanting to get to know God deeper and get to know His Word deeper, if you're a pastor watching this, feel free to recommend this to people as well. Get people engaged with the Word of God and engaged with good coffee because we know coffee is the nectar of the gods. Anyway, that's a joke, by the way. Anyway, it is time to wrap up day 100. I kind of just want to linger here and hang out with you, but I will let you finish your day. If it's the start of your day, have a great rest of your day. Unless it's sleep time, good night, sleep tight. Join me back here tomorrow as we start a new lot of 100 days. 101 tomorrow, 101. We're in the triple digits, people. We've reached base camp. Here we go, continuing to climb through the Bible, 